0: A Swedish film director once said, Film as dream, film as music. No art passes our conscience in the way film does and goes directly to our feelings deep down into the dark rooms of our souls. This week, we have a special treat for you as we have two episodes coming, both from filmmakers, one an indie Congolese filmmaker looking to emerge in the industry, and the other a producer for Disney. In 2012, as the film he was seeing finished, Chopin Kabambi remained in his seat. A custodian encouraged him to leave the theater, but he replied, please, I've never been in a movie theater before. Chopin believes there is power in stories and power in film, and he is determined to tell his own story and the story of his people through film. He also believes in dreams, and it was a series of dreams that led him to join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now he is truly living the dream with a film, Heart of Africa, premiering in America this week. This is All In, an LDS Living podcast where we ask the question, what does it really mean to be all in the gospel of Jesus Christ? I'm Morgan Jones, and I am so grateful to be here today with Chopper. Tell me your last name. Kabambi. I'm glad I didn't even try to pronounce that one. That would have gone really well. I'm just working on mastering your first name, then we'll move on to the second. Does that sound good?
1: That sounds good for me.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Well, I am so excited. We have you here all the way from the Congo. That's where you live. Is that right?
1: I live in Congo, in Kinshasa. I live in Kinshasa.
0: Okay, so tell listeners, I imagine most people listening to this podcast are like me and have never been to the Congo. So tell us a little bit about what life in the Congo is like and kind of the political climate there in your country.
1: Yeah, first of all, people have to know that in Congo, we are human, like everybody. We don't live with animal or you know, but we have some trouble uh, some part of the Congo. In East, especially we have, we still have war, because you know Congo is one of the richest country in the world. We have gold, we have diamond, we have all kinds of mineral, uh, resource, natural resource, and people around the world will need that. is it's, it's why we have a lot of problem. Uh, but it's, it's also difficult to, 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 life is difficult because we have a lot of people doesn't have, uh, jobs and people, uh, some, some of them doesn't get food. There is a lot of problems, but we are also, every time we smile, we pray, we are very hopeful that one time a day will come, uh, God will help us to have a better life. And the situ- the political situation is going better than better because 12 years or 10 years ago, it was very difficult. Uh, but now we have a new president, uh, Felix Tshisekedi, who have some good things and give some hope to uh, Congolese people.
0: I noticed that you already mentioned God and prayer. Is there a primary religion in Congo? What is most people's religious background?
1: Most, I can say, 90% of Congolese are Christians. Most of Congolese people are, are trusting, trust God and pray a lot. Okay. Yeah.
0: And growing up, were you very religious? What is your religious history?
1: Yeah, since since I was child, uh, I think I, my parents are very very religious. Uh, I think my father and my mother are serving somewhere in a church in a Congo since we was very child, and I grown up with Christian religions, and I just I still keep my my faith.
0: Okay, so now that we've got kind of that foundation. You are a filmmaker. Yes. And you started making a film that is about a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Is that right? Yeah. Had you ever heard of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints before starting to make this film?
1: I heard but not a lot because uh I knew MM Bui, Bui. is the one who inspired this story, the this, the film story. Right. And Embouy was a friend of mine, but I never seen him him. He was a Facebook friend and I remember uh, when I met him for the first time, he told me, Chopper, I really like your short films I saw on Facebook on uh, one time I was in a screening, and I want to invite you in my church. I was like, "Um, I don't know, because uh, I I, I haven't go in a church since 10 years. I just stopped to go in the church. Okay. And he he started to invite me to go in his church. It was a little bit bizarre for me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, so you start—so You so did you go to church with him?
1: When he invited me, it was difficult. I, I promised him three times that, yeah, one Sunday I will come with you, but I just canceled it. Every time I was canceled. But one time I got a dream, and in my dream I was in LDS Church. I never seen a picture before. I never imagined— what it looked like, but I just decided. I told my wife today, I, I I I got a dream that I was in a in LDS church. I never seen that before. But let go. If we saw what I, uh, if we found what I saw in my dream, yeah, we will keep going there. Let's start. Let let try. And she was, what did you see? I told her I see who was in the church. Everything was calm was good and there, there was a mention in my dream i saw jesus christ is the way the life and the truth something like that and some mentions some i, I tell her if we saw that we will stay in the church and she said yes good and we went uh, I, I called a member he was surprised then I accepted to finally accepted to go in the church. It was like, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yeah, I'm sure. I want to go today and see what what it's look like." And then when I was in the church, I didn't see what I saw in my dream uh, right in the wall, but I just feel that mm. I feel myself home because. As I say, it was 10 days I didn't go to the church. I just stopped to go to the church for many things. And I was losing my my faith. But when I was inside for the first time uh, in the LDS church, I feel like home. Um, I feel a kind of peace in myself. I I tell to my wife, did you feel what I'm feeling? She said, yes, it's just exactly like what you tell me about a church have to be. Yeah, because I was like, imagine a kind of church. When I, I was speaking with my my wife, I was telling him what I really like to see like a church in myself. I was like, a church have to be like this, like this, and like this. I, I, I gave my wife some uh, description about a church I of my dream. Right. But I never been in a LDS church. But when but what when we will when we was there, she just told me is like exactly your description of church. And I can feel what you are feeling now. It's why I decide to but it was difficult for me to stay for the first time. I, I was like, I cannot stay in a church for just for for a dream, I cannot. I, I was praying just uh, to have uh, other sign, and the the second sign was another dream. Uh, in my dream, I saw my car just going itself without a driver, and I was running behind my car and crying, and the car going to into the a river in inside the water. And I saw one of the brothers, he was not an elder in the church, but he's just a brother in the church. I saw him come and take out my car with just one hand. And everybody around was like, wow, this man is very strong. And he told me, you, you see, your car is now new. If you have a car, a car is just a carcass. It's just a simple thing, but if you put it in the water and you take it out, that will be a can that will be new, like that born for the new time, born it, again, born again, yeah, something like that. It was a kind of sign also for me, for be baptized, but you know, I'm, I'm like a Thomas. I was like a toma. I was like, no, it it's like a dream. I, it just a dream i ca- i can't believe on in in the dream But it was amazing because it was this the the second time to have the, this kind of dream and the third time i saw my uncle in my dreams my uncle was died uh uh many years ago he told me chopper please you you i give you a mission you have to to be baptized for save our, our, our life. I can't understand what that means. And I go to one of the brothers to ask him what this dream means. And he called some elders. And him, they explained to me that if you are baptized, you can be baptized for your ancestor. And that means a lot of things for me. It's why I decided to stay in the church.
0: That is amazing. Have you always been a dreamer?
1: I don't know exactly, but if I have some dreams and I think dreams al- always have sense and give us sometimes a way to follow and since I was a child I even my mother and my father was asking me a lot what 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 was my dream because they got some direction on my dream. I think Since I was God, God, uh, uh, since I was, I think since I was child, uh, God sent my family and me uh, some message in the dreams.
0: Amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. I think some people, I think heavenly father communicates with people in different ways and yeah. certainly one of those ways is through dreams. We actually had a whole podcast episode about that. So, yeah. thank you so much for sharing those examples. So then did you and your wife end up joining the church?
1: Yeah, we still have problem with my wife's family and okay. my wife also joined the church, but we still have problem with uh, her family. Because it's not easy to just become Mormon in my country because right. people doesn't really know what is about. People in my country are afraid to get used to some good uh, or new things, and I, I, I know that church is uh, came in Africa for a long time, but in my country, even for my case, I we we just discovering two years or three years ago.
0: Okay. So you have kids as well.
1: I have two kids.
0: Okay, how old are they?
1: Uh 5 and 2.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit if the church is like relatively new in the Congo, what is it like to be a member of the church in the Congo?
1: Yeah, to tell you the truth, being member of the church for the first if I want to give my example, it's very good for me, for me, but not easy for people around to understand and to accept that. But even me, I can give a testimony about people I know before going to the church I know as a Mormon. I can just say they are good people who, who just share love and affection to all the pupil, pupils. And it was amazing for me. I asked someone, are you good because you are Mormon or you are just good men? He said, I don't know. I just keep uh, some rules, some God rules. And he taught me to, to just observe uh, all the people who are in the church and I observe most of them are good pupils. And what I think is that being in the church bring all the experience. What I like the most in the church is that there is some good teachings and I like when I like testimony that help a lot to keep, have faith and I told you about my experience. I, I just feel more love from people, and I feel I have more love to give to the pupils, and yes, some some very, very good, 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 good things happen.
0: Good. Glad to hear that. You are a filmmaker. Yes. and I understand that that is pretty unusual in the Congo. I mean, it's unusual here in America. Um, But I was told that this film that you've made, Heart of Africa, that it is essentially like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood here, which is this, you know, box office hit film, and that people paid $50 a ticket there in the Congo to attend the premiere. Yes. So this is a big deal yeah. for your country. What does it mean to you to have this opportunity? And what does this film mean for the Congo?
1: This film and what we are trying to do now means a lot for Congolese people and for the Congo. I can say for all Africa. Because, you know, most of the film who are made in Africa, are made by European people or American people or all the pupils. But it was important to have someone from Congo making this film. And it's a kind of rebirth of the cinema in my country. You know, cinema can bring dreams uh, to people, can bring imagination. Cinema can teach people a lot that can also help to share love, to share affection and to share very good, good things. And for me, I feel that like I'm, I'm very, very blessed to be one of the people who start this movement. That means a lot for us that that yeah that you cannot imagine how people in my country are very very happy uh for this film you cannot imagine how now we can have young people who who can trust to their themselves who can trust who can dream again because at the past we young people was lost dream were lost uh faith before because in my country, we, we, we don't have industry, movie industry. We don't have uh, schools uh, for learn how to make movies. We don't have distribution systems in my country. We just, we don't have TV. We can produce some films. And some young just making some short film, even me, we were making some short film, but it, wa- it was for going nowhere. And have a film we can be released in United States, which is the most biggest film country in the world. Have the first film, the first Congolese film, be released here means a lot of things for me and for my some of my filmmakers friends, and for from all my country.
0: You've mentioned that this gives other kids something kind of to inspire them, to allow them to dream. Yes. Have you always loved film and wanted to do something like this? Or how did you get inspired to do filmmaking?
1: I think my inspiration from very far away when I was a child. When I was child, because I'm from a very poor family, we wasn't able to have a TV at home. And most of my friends... Just came to told me story uh, about film they seen in TV, and I was ah how can I see a film in a TV one day? I was like tenth year old or eleven, but never see a film in in a TV. Remember, we don't we doesn't have cinema in my country, and it was like I wanted a lot to watch a TV to watch a film in a TV. I think my needed to, want to, to watch a TV give me also imagination to, to be a filmmaker, but I don't knew that at the past. But when I finished my, my elementary and my primary school, I went to tell my father that Dad, uh, I would like to be a filmmaker. And I was afraid. Because, you know, my father, he gives everything for, to send us in school. And he was expecting for us to be doctors or, you know, to, to, to do all the schools. And I was afraid that he say no. But I was surprised that my father told me, are you sure you want to be a filmmaker? I say, yes. My father told me. I think you are in the good, right? Uh, the Path. good way. Yeah. yeah. He told me, "I think you are in the good way." I said him, hey, "What do you mean by that?" He told me, I, I, m- my dream was to be a filmmaker, but I never have a chance. If you think that you have a chance to be a filmmaker, that means you are in the good way, and you were, you, you have my benediction." You have my bliss. And, but it was the challenge. My, my, my mother say, you know, Chopper, we don't have money to send you in Europe or in America to study, how to make movies. In our country, we doesn't have people who make movies. We doesn't have uh, movie schools. We, there is nothing, even theaters. We doesn't have all of that. How can you be a filmmaker? I thought to my mother, maybe I have to do some drama school and that will teach me how to make movies and I will study how to make movies in uh, YouTube, in internet or something like that. And I start uh, my first um, level university and I meet the teacher. I told him, teacher, why not study, uh, teach us how to make movies? Because you was in Belgium. You also studied study uh, how to make movies. Can you teach us how to make movies? He told me it's a little bit difficult because uh, you know, the head of the university, they have to decide. And it's difficult. The next day I bring my my I, I bring our TV. TV with a VHS tape. I bring that, I say, teacher, you just have to bring some uh VHS. And we will watch TV and talk about that can be a start of, uh, of, of film uh, studying in, in this university. And I'm very, I'm very happy because the university starts teaching film this year, that year. Uh, All because of you. Yeah. That, b- that year. Yeah. Because of me, I just push them to, to teach people to make movies. And, before go far with with that teaching? teaching, with that story yeah i i just took my my friends and i told them yeah yeah we just start start to to learn how to make movies why not start making movies and they were like ah, chop you don't you, you don't know how to write scripts you don't know how to film nobody have a camera i just, I, I told them we will rent a camera and make movies and we make our first movies. The first day we was, we were arrested and they keep me for four days in the jail without telling my family where I am. It was very difficult. And I just decided after the the four days, I just decided to stop making movies. It was very hard for me, very hard for my family. But one of my friends told me, chopper, your destiny is to make movies. You you didn't sta- uh, study how to tell story, but you are a storyteller. Just keep it. We will support you. Yeah, it's why I, I just continue to make movies.
0: So wait, why did you get arrested?
1: Yeah, the policemen, uh, because remember, I told you, there is no film industry in my country. Right. And when they see someone with a camera, you have to be journalist who going to do some something, okay. and you you are just suspected when you say, "I am a filmmaker. I try to make a movies," and it was just suspect. I was just suspect. Wow! It was like uh, like the I'm, I'm from CIA or from FBI who try to film some some bad stuff or show on. yeah, you know, it was it was crazy.
0: That's wild. Yeah, Chopin, I. I'm curious for you, so it seems like the thing that's so cool about you having the opportunity to make this movie and why it means so much to your country is that we should all have the ability to tell our own stories. Yes. Why is that so important to you?
1: Telling our story is very, very important for me because, you know, Africa has a very huge story. And we have to share this story. my country have a very, very huge story. We have to share that, and for me, I'm just tired to see how all the people can come to feel my people and show them like nothing. I'm just tired of that, yeah, what I want is to show my people how beautiful they are, to show them how they can change their situation. To tell them how they can contribute for the better of this world, because we still have a lot of problem in this world. And I think everybody have to contribute to, for this world being better. And yeah, it's very, very important for me that African people, me and my friends, Telling our story. It's very important.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. And I'll tell you why. I, when I travel somewhere, I always prefer to travel and visit someone that lives in that place because. I think there's a big difference between what you get to see if you travel and do like a tour versus what you see when you go visit somebody that is a native of that place. You see the whole area through different eyes. And I love the way that you said you want your people to see how beautiful they are. Yeah. Because that's what you see when you see it through the eyes of a person that really loves that place or those people. Yes. Um, so thank you for what you're doing with that. What challenges—you kind of alluded to this earlier— Chopin, but what challenges have you faced as a new member of the church? You've only been—you joined the church is a year ago, is that right? Two years ago. Two years ago. So what challenges might a new member, a brand new member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints face that people might not consider?
1: For me, the biggest challenge was the accepting of other pupils. Yeah. The big challenge is is that other people who doesn't know anything about the church, who just have some imaginations, bad imagination uh, of the church, who doesn't know all the members of the church, they are like, ah, uh, you don't have to pray there, chopper. You don't know these people. It's an American church, and yeah, it's not our culture. It, I think that was the big challenge for me.
0: And why would you say that you're grateful that you are a member of the church?
1: I'm just grateful, first of all, because all members of the church I know, even in my country, are very good people who just try to, to share love. And they, they help also, they help me to keep in the right, the straight way, I think if we want to go far, we have to be with people who are good. And I think I'm very grateful because now, even in Congo, or in America, or everywhere else, I can be with people who who just love all the pupils, and the most important of. Uh, for me, the, the the most important what I discover in the church is that church member doesn't just love church members; they love everybody, and they, share, they they try to share this love and to be an example for what someone can do. I don't know if you understand.
0: Yeah, they they see people's potential yes they recognize the good they in other trust, people right
1: they trust the people other peoples even there I am not from the church
0: yeah. yeah hopefully that's how we are yeah <laughs> I feel like sometimes we fall a little bit short but I'm glad that you that has been your experience um before we wrap up I just have one last question for you and that is what does it mean to you to be all in the gospel of Jesus Christ?
1: Yeah, that, that means that means a lot. That means a lot. That means I can... You know, I'm from... I'm not from America. You cannot imagine how many problems we have and we still have in my country. If I can be someone who can share... As a filmmaker, I, I have some influence. Many young people can, can trust me and can listen to me. And many people will watch my films and being in gospel, I can just share some good experience and some, some good things in my film. And yeah, I can change a lot of peoples. That's what I, why I am very grateful.
0: Chopin, before we wrap up, I have a a favor to ask of you. You have done an amazing job speaking English on this podcast and it's not your first language. And I give you like mad props because I tried to learn Spanish as a missionary and I would not, like it would be embarrassing to the whole world for me to try to to speak Spanish right now. But I wondered, your Mm. French is so beautiful. And I wondered if you could share your testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ in French before we finish. Would you be down to do that?
1: Oui, bien sûr. Oui, donc euh, j'ai un très, très, très bon témoignage euh, de Jésus-Christ. Et euh, je peux vraiment les dire que sincèrement de tout mon cœur, venant d'une famille où personne ne pouvait croire en moi, venant d'une famille pauvre, venant d'un pays qui subit tout ce qu'il est en train de subir, par rapport à tout ce que je suis en train de vivre, C'est tout simplement un miracle. Et Dieu m'a accompagné depuis que j'étais enfant. Il continue de m'accompagner et il a fait de sorte que je rejoigne l'Église des Saints des Derniers Jours. Et euh, je suis très très reconnaissant envers ces euh, Dieux. Je suis très reconnaissant envers Son amour. Je suis très reconnaissant envers toutes les personnes qu'il a mis sur notre chemin et les chemins de l'Église pour les diriger. Je suis très reconnaissant des 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 voilà de de l'éveil et de la de, du fait qu'il a choisi Joseph Smith pour uh, diriger l'église et moi je suis un miracle et je suis un un témoignage vivant de ces due là
0: thank you so much. A huge thank you to Chopper Kabambi for coming on this week's episode. Be sure to check and see if Heart of Africa is showing at a cinema near you. And make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so that you will be notified when our episode with Disney producer Brigham Taylor comes out later this week.